You're listening to episode 176 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. You can support the show when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the Amazon banner, and go to your shopping. It's the easy way to give us money without giving us money. I know I didn't say that, but we are hammered for fuck's sake. <laughs> We're improvising. There's there's really no point to go any further than this. Why why is it that Tony from from <laughs> from Vice Lounge Online is on the show? Oh, that's because he's in town. Tony's in my home. Literally. Tony literally. has slept in in a bed in which I currently own, and I and I I, I give out to my guests. Sleep. <laughs> yes, Tony, the uh, co-host of um, it's so funny. I almost 360 said three sixty legal. I almost said three sixty. He is he is the host of three sixty legal lounge, but primarily the host of Vice Lounge Online. You're all quite familiar with Tony, and if you've gone to three sixty biggest vacation, either of them. You're aware of how amazing it is to be within this man's presence. I, I promise I will embarrass myself in front of you. <laughs> I promise you it'll only take about a year before he's on Tosh.0 for his epic dancing at a craft stable. I can't promise that, but it should be, is the point. It should be, is, is where we're going. So, yes, Tony has, has infiltrated my my realm of... of I have... I, listen, many of you have... have become part of what I refer to as the inner circle. Tony has further permetrated that by having such an epic wife that I'm like, oh my god, she's as amazing as you! You're I, coming to stay at my home. I'm actually, I, with all due respect, I'm fairly confident I was invited here only because you've <laughs> met my wife. And you're like, I really want to spend time with her. You, I get you, that you're a quote-unquote consolation you prize. You secured your pass here prior to meeting her she secured your flight here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, no, you're staying in the home. You're yeah. staying in the home. Absolutely. No, she she had an absolutely phenomenal time at the 360 Vegas Vacation 2 uh, trip. And, and, and the best part about it, Mark, and you, I know you're not going to know this ahead of time or, or appreciate it, but you, you've gotten to know my wife. And what you got to understand is my wife is a deeply personal, quiet, very... I don't want to say um, self-centered because that's not because that's the egotistical right, but right. she's, she's very introverted and as soon as she got to spend some time with you she's like he's so much fun and I said 
his wife is exactly the yeah. same way. It's so funny you say that because that's exactly what it was about Jen. I'm like, oh my god, it's it's the female Tony. Yes, it's fucking perfect. Yes, yes, totally agree with you. And that's when she's like, well, w- we absolutely have to go down. And, and it's one of those things. It's like like you you. I frequently offer, especially living in the South and especially in the situation, I'm not going to be a prick about it and I'm not going to detail the amenities that we have, but I'm quite proud of the situation that Karen and I are in. And the, and the thing is, unfortunately, we're very proud of where it is we are and we want to share it with people that we care about. But the problem is, is we relocated to have such amenities. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, right. oh, all you cool people up there. <laughs> Come down here. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I. By the way, anything I say, you are one hundred percent at liberty to edit out. Oh, t- Tony, Tony, I promise you, anything that I when I say <laughs> okay, go, that means like anything you say, I will choose to either leave in or edit <laughs> and use against me in the court of law. I get it. It's fair. It's cool. It's cool. My wife and I have zero intention of ever having children. And so when you said to me, listen, Karen and I are who we are. We've got this beautiful dog who is our child. And, 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 and I got to know you, but, you know, when you still had Loki. And so I could, I got to know who you were. I mean, I'm far, I mean, like I, like I knew who you were and, and you and I and Karen had met before, but I got to truly know who you were prior to this trip, prior to even 360 Vegas vacation too. And, in or one, every, for that matter. <laughs> well, yes. But but the point was is I got to figure out who you and Karen were at your core and who you guys were is who we were. Right. And you're like, people have these small Oompa Loompas <laughs> that... Like, I had no they, idea where you're going with it, but I, I rapidly be like, oh, it's going where I should be. Going where yeah. it should go. <laughs> Without actually the brilliance of making everlasting gobstoppers. And so. Oh, oh, limited time gobstoppers are the most annoying thing ever. <laughs> and so as soon as we realize that we've found our. Equals, and I don't mean that to sound an egotistical, no, like exactly you're you're good you're enough going. to be. But but Clarify people who are who we it, are, and, and and in your life goals are the same as what our life goals were. We said we need these people because in the world we come from the Midwest, and in the Midwest there is a certain expectation. You you graduate from high school, you go to college, you get your MRS degree. Spell that out, listeners. What does MRS spell? Misses, so you get your MRS degree, and you create a family, and and that's what you're expected to do. That's, that, and that's how life works. Yes. And you, when you, you, when you're not a part of that, though, I mean, when you don't fall into that sort of lifestyle, right? You are desperate to find individuals who share the same life goals that you've got. And, and, and we found it with you and Karen. I mean, you two share the same sort of life goals that we're at. And, and that's why I think we've become as quick and close of friends with each other as we've become. Well, it's, it, it's quite unique. And it's like, like we don't judge other people for deciding to, to, to do what it is that they do, but it is quite uncommon to find a couple who not only do you get along with, you know, whether it be humorously, comedically, 
whatever, share the same ideals, but that you also share the same cheer, whatever. Uh, the uh, y- you decide to share the same life goals, I guess, is the yep. for a shitty yep. way to say it. But it's just it, it's it's exciting, you know. I mean, you, there's so many friends that you come across where you know you're you're on the same plane, but they want children, and then they they have children. I'm like, <laughs> right? They, the same anymore. They need they need gotta find a baby. Yeah, no, <laughs> right. No, oh, so you don't, it, you don't it, have anybody that can watch your kids, so you can't go out where right now. Yeah. Oh, that, you're it, it you're great to have around. Un- uh, I would say it's infinitely more unique to be in the situation that we're in, where we're like, ah, we're happily married and just don't <laughs> want children. Listen, my wife and I say all the time, we're not people you call when you need a babysitter we're the people you call when you've got a babysitter oh that's a great oh my god i'm stealing that <laughs> take it take it that's that is the tr- that is a true we had this, this conversation over this week and we're like going like like karen it brought up like oh my god baby you're so great and it's like the three of us are like Man, really i don't really get but, what but, you're saying that seems like i see babies and i'm like oh are you I'm so sorry. Well, I know exactly what part of it. Just, do yeah. I have to change the this diaper? Do I have to stop him from crying? I, I, I mean, I feel so bad should I feed you, you right now? <laughs> Ultimately, whatever it is you choose to do in life, that's great. But the thing is, what's so excited that we're trying to share with you is that it's very rare to find a couple that just enjoy each other's company and want to spend their lives together and, yes. and find yes. another couple like, yes. oh my God, you're the same. You get it. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. So we. and. Even getting it, uh, I know that sounds. You know what? I'm not apologizing. Fuck you. All right. Well, no, no. If, if you don't listen, get it, you don't get it. Here's the deal. I respect people who say I want to bring another life into this world. I and want have that to responsibility. Exactly. And and I want to raise it. And I want to explain. And don't the birth take it and the beans. Uh, like, could you imagine me or uh, you and me trying to explain like reproduction and 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 the birds and the beads to another child? I'd be like, listen, you're gonna. Bang somebody, you're oh, gonna, it's gonna knock them awesome. off, and you're it's gonna, gonna be terrible. Like, you're it. gonna want to do it all the time, and you're gonna be like, Oh, wait, there's child support that right. comes along with this decision. <laughs> right. This is, wait, wait, they should talk to that. Like, there was the financial aspect of all of this, <laughs> right? So, I digress, right? <laughs> okay, 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 welcome to the show, yes. <laughs> So is this where we say let's start the show? Yes. You're Mark and I I'm Mark. Tony. You're Tony. And and we always start with Random Vegas. Always. Random Vegas. David Copperfield has sold more tickets than any other solo entertainment or entertainer, I guess not entertainment. Whatever. In history. Grossing four billion over his career. We got that from at Uberfax. That is fucking fascinating. Tickets. Tickets. I've four billion. I've played his slot machine. I played his slot machine at one of the shocker MGM casinos. Where's he? Where do you know offhand? Off. Where's he playing? Does he play it? You're adorable. You're adorable, Tony. I love the setup. The 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 wiffle ball, uh, uh, if you will, the Nerf, the Nerf dunk. He's he's an MGM. Oh, is he really? That's not where I was gambling. When I, anyway, so I was my beautiful wife and I were playing some some David Copperfield slot machines at not MGM game. Grand, yeah. but it was in Vegas, and we love Vegas as much as you and your beautiful wife do. That's, we're so hammered. I'm like, oh, I thought I thought you were setting this up because it was like, oh, we were at MGM, and then Mark, where, where is it that he performs? I'm like, oh, I wasn't paying attention that you didn't say that he was an MGM. I missed my bad, Tony. Oh, 
no, no, no. To the contrary. This to the contrary, good. sir. It's going to be a good show. I Tony. think, I think, I really think MGM should support this show with financial backing. Right. Because we're talking about. As do about I. It. MGM. We're talking about MGM and David Copperfield. And, yeah. Or it's or my the, audience you want to access not to, to be, not to be not to confuse it with the porn version of David Copperfield. <laughs> For the record, MGM. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Just we all know what we're talking so about. So you right know, now. right, right. No, we were at um, we were either at Monte Carlo or if I were more clear I think they've got some David Copperfield slot machines at um, New York and I and I took some money from them and I was like oh hey look I made their money disappear alright cute <laughs> like Magic. I was I was punny like that right <laughs> now I can't help David's but notice David's like I don't think it's funny at all <laughs> you don't have a Vegas mate review of the week this week but and this is something that listeners because I'm one of them would love to find out Tell me how you determine what your Vegas Mate Review of the Week is. Okay, so when I determine what a Vegas Mate Review of the Week, it has to be within the last week. It's, it's very similar to the Twit Pick of the Week. It's uh, I picked the Twit Pick of the Week winner on that date, which is usually a Friday, Saturday, maybe even a Thursday, as early as a Thursday. So there's your cutoff. So everything that's happened since then. And it's funny because some people have become nominees and then I announce who the winner is like I thought my picture was really good and I'm like no 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 your picture is good the problem is is this week I picked the winner on Thursday I knew that oh, it was the winner sure so everything after that when I said it was a nominee you're next week you don't even count towards this one right so very similarly the the Vegas mate review of the week is I decided this week this is the winner so everything from that winner is now available Unfortunately, within the last week, there has literally been none, at least none posted. I don't know how busy Hunter is, but there has been none posted since my winner, or, or at least my winner, and then I, they were already part of, at that time when I chose who the winner was, they were, like, here they were, and okay. I was like, oh, it's not, the, it's not the most recent, it's the third most recent, but I had already considered that one to be part of it, so they don't count. There has not been one since then, so unfortunately, we don't have one for you this week. Well, then, how about alternatively, let's talk about Twit Pick of the Week. Well, Tony, there's always a Twit Pick of the Week, <laughs> because one of the things I love about social media is everybody loves to show you what they're doing, <laughs> or at least what they're if, if it isn't what they're currently doing it's what was previously in the past so no I think Pre it's what previously they think in the past that kind of goes without saying it's but what they think is appropriate to put post on Facebook I'd called, love to see what they're that's actually called doing articulate but mm -hmm. <laughs> all right here we go here we go I, I, I gotta right. get into it because it's, okay. it's, it's in a moment I'm so ready here it comes I got blast all over my chest <laughs> I know I'm in the minority with this, but I was never a fan of the Frontier. The theme alone has never interested me in any incarnation, but a run-down, low-rolling, dirty version of the Old West may be the worst adaptation. All that being said, another reason I love Vegas Neon Signage is that it almost can't look bad. A perfect example is the Frontier Marquee shared by at Hollywood 31. Even this awful theme can't bring down the beauty of the sign set against a, a night. Jeez. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Keep drinking. The, you got it. It's at the bottom of your glass. 
Even this awful theme can't bring down the beauty of their sign set against a night sky. Sparkling bright gold with rich reds dancing before your eyes has the ability to pull you towards it almost hypnotically regardless of your desire to not patronize the establishment. Long live Neon. Can we talk about this before I read that? Well, sentence? of course you, you oh, should okay. talk about this. I, I got to check out the Frontier one time before it closed down. And from my experience or what I remember of it, while I agree that it was a bit of a tired... Shithole. Well, I'll, I'll, I will use the term tired because there are locations on the strip right now that folks might consider, quote-unquote, a shithole, but, but my attitude is it's, it's just run down. It's a little bit of TLC. I love the Frontier because it was what it was. It, it didn't try to be pretentious. It said, here we are, we've been around forever, and you're either going to love us or you're going to hate us, but we're going to hold who we are. And when you look at the places, the fact that the frontier is gone, the um, Westward Ho is gone, you're lo- the well, most recently the Riviera is gone, we've lost a lot of the pre-Mirage and TI locations. Right. And I think there's some value in having those places around. I get that they're not the prettiest. I get that they're not the most beautiful they're not the nicest locations on the strip but there's something valuable valuable about having these places on the strip and now that we're losing them and and frankly even with the sale of the mirage which is a which is it's a bit coming of coming up we'll right. we'll have that discussion well hey oh look at me <laughs> uh, spoiler alert yeah <laughs> there's value in appreciating what you've got while it's still there. And I liked it. I did. I I, I, I liked the I know, Frontier. I know I'm in the extreme minority that didn't like this property. I got nothing else. <laughs> okay. So then to counter what you're saying, I agree with you in the, in the sense that I, I, I had a soft spot for Riviera. I, I like Stardust. I just didn't like the Frontier. And I don't know if it's it's a theme that just ultimately ruined it for me. I just, I, I, I have absolutely no, adder- like, that was one of the few properties that when they're like, oh, we're going to destroy it, like, fucking yes. Thank you. Thank really? you. Okay. And, and, and to me, that is interesting because my first trip to Vegas would have been in probably August of 2006. And then the next trip would have been in early 2007. So I think I was, I think I'd gone to Vegas on my first trip while Stardust was around. But by my second trip, Stardust was closed, but Frontier was still around. Right. I look back on that and I think to myself, there is a place for that. There is a place for the low grinder player who wants to just have some fun and hang out and, and, it's the same reason why I love Imperial Palace, and I know I'm in the super minority when I say this, but my first trip to Vegas, I stayed, I didn't know any better. I stayed at Imperial Palace. I love it to this day. Right. I love Link purely because I know that that used to be Imperial Palace, and I appreciated it was what it was at the time. Right. As always, we will link... <clears throat> As always, we will link it to our blog and feature it on all our social media outlets. 
God damn it. Listen, we came up with this concept. We were like, okay, listen. No, listen. I can do this. We're having this. a great time. I can do this. I know you can do this. I just I just want to preface the rest of this show because I, I, I we were super intoxicated. Oh, we Every, yeah, all hardcore. across the board. Oh, we, I was like, I got a great idea, Mark. We're drunk as shit. Well, Let's record a short. So fun. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. It, just enjoy this. All right. Enjoy this ride. As always, we will link it to our blog and feature it on our social media outlets, Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google+, and Twitter. And with the intro done, let's take care of the news. Let's talk about the Cosmopolitan fire. Right? Fucked up. All right, so last Saturday around noon, a fire broke out at the bamboo pool located at the back of the property at Cosmopolitan. No one was seriously injured, but part of the hotel was evacuated as a precaution. The fire caused the strip to shut down between Tropicana and Flamingo Road for more than half an hour. 110 firemen were dispatched to the scene, and the fire only lasted 30 minutes, largely because the fire station was literally 200 feet from the scene. Part of city center's construction included an on-site fire department. Regardless, it created huge black clouds of smoke and destroyed all the cabanas, pool furniture, and the fig palm trees. However, the only damage being reported around the rest of the property are some broken windows on the 14th floor, which is where the pool was located. In fact, the fake palm trees are being blamed for the severity of the fire as well as the source. While it hasn't been officially determined, it has been said that the cause is most likely the result of an electrical issue. While fire codes require cabanas to be made of non-combustible materials and placed at least 20 feet away from fuel-fired equipment, there are no such regulations regarding the use of artificial landscaping. A fire department spokesman said the fake palm tree landscaping acted like liquid gasoline in this case. Despite all this, the pool was reopened the following day at 10 a.m. with the exception of the bar. Expect new regulations to be coming soon. <laughs> so the point is, keep swimming. We've got you covered. Everything's if, fine. If you want alcohol, we'll find a way to charge you for yeah. it. We, we, the interesting thing about this, 360 Vegas Vacation 2, part of it, I was actually it was before the whole thing started I uh, Jamie Martinez happened to be staying at the Cosmopolitan and they I were hanging out Jamie. at the <laughs> I love everything about Jamie <laughs> so Jamie was staying at the Cosmopolitan they were hanging out at the bull, uh, the, uh, the bamboo pool and we got down there and we chit chatted about whatever and one of the conversations we had is is the the fake palm trees like there's no way that these are rooted deep enough that these are real trees because you know, we didn't know at that time we assumed they were fake or we actually even prior to that, I assumed they were real until logic was brought into it. I'm like, okay, clearly these are fake. There's no way these are rooted deep enough that they're actually. Why would you waste all that or waste all that that space to actually create enough soil to be able right. to, to fuel something like this? And and it, it amuses me that like on. I think I think it could be fake. I think these are <laughs> fake. I'm like going, they're fake as shit. Well, there's only one to find out. Let's and, light them on fire. I know, right? Right. <laughs> So, Mark, tell me about the Mirage being sold, or at least the rumors thereof. Okay, multiple sources are reporting that the Mirage will be sold in the next three weeks to Starwood Capital Group for a 
about one to one point five billion dollars. Now, does that name sound familiar? Well, Starwood recently sold the Riviera. Now, once the sale is complete, Paragon Gaming will take over the operation of the Mirage. Now, does that name sound familiar? It does. Well, that's because they ran the Riviera for two years until it was sold in May. Then they took over the operations of Westgate Vegas after CEO David Siegel said he had no interest in getting a gaming license but did want to replace the company that was running the LVH. One positive about this company, it's headed by Diana Bennett, the daughter of Bill Bennett, the man behind turning Circus Circus into Mandalay Resorts Group and the most profitable casino in Vegas history. A sale of the property has been rumored as far back as the Great Recession and added fuel to the fire when the company officially changed its name from MGM Mirage to MGM Resorts International. Don't expect many Treasure Island-like changes if this turns out to be true as the Mirage is just finished refreshing up most of the property. You and I have had this conversation privately. Yep. I adore the Mirage. I know you do. What are your thoughts on if this actually happens? It will struggle initially because it doesn't have the major financial backing that Caesars and MGM has, but there's incredible value in an additional hotel casino company on the strip. We, In my opinion, when you've got only two corporations, MGM or Caesars, that control the entire strip, there's no need to try to compete with one another because you'll say, you know what, you take the west side, we'll take the east side, and, and we'll, you know, we'll call it good. As you start to work additional factors into it, so you've got Wynn, you've got Adelson, those aspects are valuable because those are the folks that encourage the competition and say, all right, we're this isn't the only game in town. Right. We're going to be here and we're going to offer up a hotel casino that's got everything. It's, and, and truly, the Mirage does have everything. Well, that name alone, the value in that name. Yes. Be, well, if nothing else, and this is for about seven of us in this entire world, we'll appreciate this. Vegas Vacation, truly Vegas Vacation, National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation, will always know Mirage to be the place where they stay. And so there's some value in saying, we know that place, we get that place, there's a there's a known quantity to staying at the Mirage. Listen, the Mirage isn't my ultimate favorite locale of all places on the Strip, but I still dig it, I still love it. And to know that it's no longer wrapped up in a, in a corporation that, that's willing to fight for my gambling dollar, I'll give it a chance. I really will. I will give it an opportunity for me to say, all right, here's where I'm going to stay and play. It's funny. I was afraid of this when you and I, before you and I had an, a conversation about about this actually happening, largely because, well, first of all, I think it's quite insulting that MGM purchases such a quality property and then discards. The idea of getting rid of TI makes perfect yeah, sense to me. Right. Makes Banks per because Steve Wynn would be the first guy that would, would have told you that that's hands down the most, like that's the asset. It's like, can I get this away from well, my portfolio? Yes. But 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 connect the circle. The reason why there's value in in doing away with TI is because at the time that they did away with TI was because, well, they were about to fucking go bankrupt. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But the mirage is the mirage. It changed everything. 
So on the flip side, like it, it, it's disturbing that it's being separated from this property, that they think of it as ex- expendable. However, on the flip side of that, the problem that I, I think is, is most fearful is that we don't know shit about Starwood on the strip and dealing with a legend. We don't know what they're going to do. We don't know what Paragon Gaming is going to do because, let's be honest, Riviera, it's a shit property at that time. I, right. I, and I love that property. Right. But let, let's call it what it is. It's a shit property at that time. So then that property closes, and what does it do? It takes over yet another shit property that isn't even on the strip. Yeah, yeah. Which I, and and I I am a fan of Westgate, and well, I guess I I even hate saying Westgate. In the International Hilton, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate mm-hmm. that property. It's another one of those properties that, that I've said if it's on the strip. It would it would be far more in right. my heart than it, right. than it is off strip. So we don't really fucking know what this property is going to do with something. And, and who knows? Maybe they rise to the challenge. It's like, it, we have the fucking mirage. Right. Now we can show people what we can do. I desperately hope whatever it is I'm concerned about is is Tropicana squelched. What Alex Humanagement did to Tropicana is remarkable. And and if they take that same level of business acumen Care. and move it into right, right, into yes. into the mirage, it's gonna stay around forever. Oh, it's good. But but there's also, Mark, there's also an argument that needs to be made that is it possible that Mirage being the first casino corporation to ever make their way into what's what we refer to as the quote unquote New Vegas could also become the first property to ultimately be removed from the strip as we know it today that is possible however i think the if that were to happen it is because of the ownership all right that's fair i think that name alone and that volcano alone well those things are so transcendent of what what that what what las vegas is as we know it today they could rest on those laurels for quite some time allow it to be a quality property you're going to rock that out for quite some time. And that's why I'm so nervous that they are willing to so quickly cut back the hours of operation, quote unquote, for the volcano out there. I mean, that's when you're going to say, you know, we're slowly going to bring this thing in to die. What do you do? You start reeling back the aspects that are the the face of, of the organization. And and the, the volcano is the face of Mirage. Oh. All right. Ultimately, we're, we're we've had this conversation as as capitalists. Let's just call ourselves capitalists. Vegas will decide whatever it becomes, and and at some point, if they decide to to reduce themselves to a point where it becomes strictly a numbers thing and there is no fantasy allowed, it's gonna die, and there's nothing we can do about that. Sure. So l- let us believe that these businesses are intelligent slash aware of of whatever it is that Vegas is and they respect it in that manner and they, they properly make the money they should make for, for sure. what it is. Listen, I don't begrudge any, any corporation who says we can do X and make Y or we could do Z and then the numbers are, you know, infinitesimal. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, Just go with you. it, please. And and you go that route. 
if if the volcano and this but but here's where I'm I, I'm I'm hard pressed to say if the volcano isn't making you money then you're right close down the the volcano maybe that's what Ti said well listen we are not we don't see enough people coming into the casino after the ship show to necessitate higher you know paying for actors quote-unquote actors right. paying for the ship paying for the water the maintenance law you know blah 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 but I guess Vegas I'm begging you not to forget where the value I mean when folks don't know anything about Vegas and they go we, we, we could go to New York City we could go to yeah. LA we could oh, go to I'm Dallas so, I, I didn't know where you're going with this but now I'm with you hundred percent there's some true value in in the lost leader and knowing it's a lost leader and saying I'm okay with that because still we'll lose money on X but we're going to make 10 times on Y and I guarantee to you TI and Mirage when I see your awesome ship or I see your awesome volcano I'm going to want to come inside and check out the rest of the story they, uh, whether they realize it or not there are a lot and I'll be a guy that I, I didn't give a shit about gambling when I first came to Vegas what drew me there was the Luxor Pyramid the New York New York concept the Paris fucking whatever it right, is the tower the yep. the Bellagio fountains and the Mirage volcano those are the things that got me there and I've fallen head over his love with it I do a fucking show I go multiple times a year if you allow these things are like well we don't make any money off of doing this like do you not realize how many people you brought to the entire city right because right. of what it is that you do right at some point, if you're like, well, the volcano has no value to us. Oh, the fountains have no value to us. They, we shouldn't have all these free shows. Like going, you will kill this city. Yep. And the casinos, in my opinion, and truly in my opinion, are losing the value in what it takes to cause me to come in. And you think that just because you've got uh, the, the, the day club, the day club du jour, all of a sudden, I'm going to want to continue coming on. And if I may ever so slightly blur the lines between your show and my show, I have preached on my show over and over and over. The folks that are coming to the day clubs right now are inevitably going to outgrow that. They're going to mature. They're going to say, I'm older than that. I've got more disposable income. Whatever the case might be, I am no longer interested in that. And you're hoping, you're hoping that the folks that right now, currently in present day are 15, 16, 17 are going to want to, as you know, the next three, four, five years evolve, come to Vegas to enjoy the day club. If you're right, you know what? You're going to make a shit ton of money. Right, right. If you're wrong, you're going belly up. And you've got to cater to the individual who says, I can gamble at my local Indian casino and get decent, maybe not great, but not as shitty of odds as Caesars is offering me right now. And so what happens when I when 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 the day club patron says I'm going to go to a place that will at least give me an opportunity. I don't I know the odds are in your favor, but give me an opportunity to win my money. That's where I think I'll be I, I'm fascinated. I can't wait to see where Vegas is gonna be in even even as early as five years from now, five to ten years from now, I can't wait to see what's going to be the du jour because I guarantee it's not going to be the day clubs, uh, personally. Oh, I, I'm one of those people. I originally came as a shitty tourist who nothing 
about it. Like, I just want to see these things. Then I was the baby, like, oh, I just want to play slots and do this. And, and then <laughs> yeah. it grew into, oh, my God, I love these games and the dining and the, the atmosphere and right. the shows. Holy shit. Like, you've gotten quadruple the money you would have ever gotten from me yep. because of the options that you have that kept bringing me back. Reduce it back. You know what you're going to do? You're going to be Atlantic City. Yes. Good luck. Yeah. Have fun with that. So, as disappointed as I am to share this, Vegas Chatter is coming to an end. Yes, July 31st, Vegas Chatter ended, uh, as well as their sister blogs, Hotel Chatter and Jaunted. They'll be no more. They have been integrated into their parent company, Condonast Traveler. Those who subscribe to Vegas Chatter will automatically start receiving the Condonast newsletter. Unfortunately, there is nothing more than that. It's really just business. It's There's no, oh, they were losing money. They're doing this. It just made more financial sense to integrate all these things into it. The one thing I'll say is it has been an absolute pleasure to include them into our show multiple times. They did a fantastic job of sharing information that was going on in Vegas that was largely overlooked by things like little things like oh shit did you know this was going on over here well it's fantastic so many things is overlooked by major publications by the the las vegas sun and the review journal that that i mean some people will argue like well they they overdid a lot of things hey listen anybody who does news it's all up to their interpretation like do people think this is interesting fuck every time i write the show do i think it's interesting that's how it makes it into the show. Sure. And I'm not saying that the things that come out aren't interesting. I'm just, I've said it before. Do I know what, like, listen, if you think the show is funny, it's because you think the shit I think is funny is funny. I don't yeah. know what you think is funny. Right. I know what I think is funny. Right. And that's what I'm going to share on this show. And that's ultimately my entire point. Same thing with, with, with Vegas Chatter or any fucking news fucking publication in Vegas. They were a great one. They were often a source of the news that we shared on the show. They're going to be missed. It was a quality publication. And for good reason. Listen, one of the 800,000 reasons that I love my wife, one of the things that she would do, well, one of the things, things she does daily is she will go to the Las Vegas Review Journal website. We live in Michigan, just to be clear, for any listeners that, that, that wonder... We live in Michigan, but my wife will go to the Las Vegas Review Journal daily and she will read what's being posted and what's going on in Las Vegas because she loves Vegas. She loves Vegas from the gambling aspect, but she also loves Vegas from the, well, what the hell's happening in Vegas yes. outside of the Strip? But she loved Vegas Chatter because it gave her, in, in her opinion, and I'm paraphrasing, the Vegas news you need to know. Oh, so what a great point. So yes. if so, she would read the review journal so she could understand what was happening in Vegas, generally speaking, at a thirty thousand feet overview. But then she would read Vegas Chatter to say, okay, what's happening to the casinos that I love most, that the casinos that I care about, the things that I need to know because when I come to Vegas, I'm really coming because of the Strip and because of downtown and, yes. and, and those aspects. The fact that they're leaving us is a true tragedy because I, to my knowledge Mark there's nothing out there right now that's going to fill the void of what Vegas Chatter offers oh I totally agree with you I totally agree with you and, and that's not to, to besmirch any other publication that we 
we promote on this show, but I totally agree with you. They had a a knack for finding the tiny things that that some people are, are shitty about when it comes to like who cares about that? Like, did you know there's a new bar over here? Like, it's such a tiny like they almost helped us invent prop bets. Because sure. they would get into detail that I'm like, wow, that's that's more than I wanted to know. But the thing is, you shared with me at least what I wanted to know and more than I wanted right. to know yeah. about something. So yeah. it was really cool, like going, oh, hey, did you know there's still one spot available in the Caesars New Food Court? And it's not going to be filled by this place. Like, <laughs> I did actually want to know that. Right, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> because your boots on the ground. Right, yes. Very I get much. it. Yep. Absolutely. We I still have... Multiple quality publications, but let's not lie. Anybody who loves Vegas, disappointing. This information, fortunately, somebody picks up the slack. If they don't, this is disappointing. I agree. You you, you lost a, a quality news source, but it sounds like it's nothing more than a well-educated business decision, and sure. I respect that. I do, too. I respect Something else that is a, you know, business decision is something I find fa- fascinating because this is a, this is where like, you know, law and regulations and public policy all come together to blur the lines. Talk to me about that. All right. So apparently you can now be turned away from gaming if it's outdoors. This is something that we preached fucking hardcore, like going, oh, you can't turn us away. Gaming. We yep. can do whatever we want. Yep. Thankfully. To my incredibly handsome co-host over here, shared something with me that was incredibly disturbing. That thankfully the Las Vegas Advisor addressed because somebody brought it up as part of their question of the day. Yes. And their question of the day was uh, some property. I think it was Win or something like that that has poolside gaming. And traditionally, it was common knowledge if there is gaming, you cannot be rejected from just being able to to enter that area if that is your primary interest. And what has happened apparently with a lot of the day clubs where they charge admission is that there is a special exception mm-hmm. that you can get that says, no, 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 that whole rule we have, fuck that rule. You're very yeah. special. Done. Yeah. Well, why yeah. do I? You're allowed to charge admission for people to get into to games. So yep. unfortunately, as we've expressed many times, and even at 360 Vegas, Vegas, you do is fact we took advantage of that kind of thing. Like, trust us, just step up. Tell them it's all about gaming. You yes. just want to be there. They'll let you in. That's now bullshit. Right. They can now turn you away and say, no, no, no. There is a, a cost to be in this pool, $10, $20, $50, whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. You can now be turned away. Gaming is not completely available to anybody who wants to do it, regardless of where it is, if you get said ex- exception. And and here's the from from an attorney standpoint, here's here's my problem with this. When I'm an attorney and, and cl- potential clients come to me, I say, all right, let's sit down and let's look at what the law says. Right. The law says X. And so, ergo, because the law says X, we know you can anticipate Y. That's why we love, as attorneys, we love precedence. I mean, precedence in the legal world is is the key. And now you're telling me, Really? Nevada Gaming Control Board that you can get a waiver? Literally buy yeah, a waiver. Right. And, and, and so, well, technically here's what the law says, 
but we can waive it if you've got, you know, the, the proper paperwork. Unfortunately, we should be aware of this because gaming has, let's be honest, ruled Nevada. If gaming wants to do something, the gaming control board will suck the proverbial cock of whatever the casino wants to do. However, this seemed to be such a simple, basic rule that was like, listen, listen. If you're going to allow gaming, you have to let everybody be available to it, which always made sense to me. I'm like, yes. you know, come on. There, there, are, there are perks that you want to make available. Like, oh, this is a high roller room. Like, yeah, but if this guy wants to be in there watching it, right. it is a gaming establishment. You can do allow this. And I understand day clubs have changed a lot of this. However, there are people like us who are intelligent enough to go, I just want to play this outdoor gaming thing. Right. I want to be in this weather. Yeah. There, there. Trust me. There are a minimal amount of us that understand this. And I think that at the end of the day, Mark, for the individuals that do want to engage in that activity, I can't imagine that the casinos are going to say, no, you can't I come so in. I so hope you're right. I, oh, right. fuck, I hope you're right. But, but. It also angers me and annoys me as, as not just as an attorney, but as a tourist to Las Vegas, that that that's an okay thing to do. That we can say, oh, you know what? We want to charge you to come hang out at our pool. And while you're at our pool, if you want to gamble, you're welcome to do so. But it's gonna you, you gotta pay to come you have gamble. To pay to gamble at a place. Uh, that's I I agree with it's you. One of the reasons I included it into Vegas Vacation too, because I'm like. This is a really special thing yes. to happen. Right. I really want you to experience this. And, it's, and the fact that after the fact that they do this, we're like, God damn it. Like, literally, you had something special that you weren't properly marketing, so I fucking did it for you. <laughs> yeah. And drove people to you. And you've been one of the I, people, like, I've never was. done this before. That's correct. Wow. Yeah, it was. So glad you shared this with me. Yep. Now, it's like, I didn't give a fuck about these pools. Now that you're telling me there's pools that game in, I, I want to go to these pools if there's gaming. But you got to appreciate the fact that that's, that's the value of what you're bringing because it's not me just randomly watching you record something that you want to podcast about and then posting it for somebody to listen to later. I got to literally do something that, Mark, I swear to God, I have been to Vegas now for almost 10 years and my wife and I go out almost four to five times a year, and not once, never, nope. did I engage in pool activity. In this instance, it happened to have been, you know, poolside gaming. Not once, never, did I ever engage in that behavior. And you said, I want to go do this. Let's have fun. And I said, okay, I'll do it. But for I you... I you into it. I, you're one of the people... Yep. Actually, the person yep. I had to try and talk into yep. this. You and I were texting beforehand. I was like, I'm not going to go like, with buddy, that. Like, buddy, I'm not, not going to do this. And you're like... I, and I said, fine. I will, I'll do it for like five minutes. And I spent, I spent over an hour oh, or more outside. And I loved it. But if, 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 if the pool clerk or boothling let's call him that the if the boothling would have been like oh you gotta pay me ten dollars to come in here i'd have been like mark i'm done i'm done well i wouldn't have promoted it it wouldn't have been a part of the vacation so never no way that's something that i sincerely believe the casinos need to take 
consideration into because if you want me to gamble my money, I can gamble my money for free at any casino on the yes. strip. And you want me to pay you to stand next to a pool that I have zero interest in to begin with? Good luck. So, good luck. Yeah. All right. That's it for the news. We do have some prop bets. And for those of you that aren't familiar, prop bets is an extenuation of the news. But this is just bits and pieces of new noteworthy items. It's being reported the LVCVA, which is the Las Vegas Convention Visitors Association. How did I do? You're, you're Am I close? On it. Am I close? <laughs> it's, it's close enough. They're going to still need to approve the Riviera demol- uh, demolition plan probably next at next month's meeting, but the demolition probably won't happen for at least six months after that, possibly Christmas or New Year's, and the estimated cost is going to be somewhere around a $42 million teardown. So interesting to me. that it's, it's They went through this whole thing like, close it, we got to shut it down. I mean, we don't have approval to destroy this thing or anything, but we'll figure it out, we'll figure it out in the end. <laughs> Know, my, just... my guess is the Las Vegas Convention Visitor Bureau has so much money that they're sitting in. They're like, fuck, yeah. yeah, exactly. How, how much do you want? All right, we, we can make that happen. Tell me about the fact that you recently reported that multiple properties in Vegas are now charging for early check-in. 360 Vegas Vacation 2. I pointed out that Excalibur was charging for this, and apparently several other properties were charging for early check-in, which, to be honest with you, being the capitalist that I am, I'm like... I, I hate but love. That is a brilliant idea <laughs> because I check in early virtually every single time that I go to a property. When I was a college student, I worked for a chain hotel company. And, and just because you're because you're not being endorsed by them, I will not give them any free airtime. Oh, thank but, you, thank you. But let's just say that there were times that during the days you'd be in a hotel room and so and 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 you know people would come up to me at seven eight nine a.m and they'd say hi i've got a reservation for night i'd like to check in and and i'm still dealing with you know knowing that check that check out isn't until you know 11 a.m i've got people at eight or nine a.m saying i'm i'm here to check into my hotel room and we'd say we just don't have a room for you, and they're like, oh, what, 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 what do you, uh, what kind of places that you don't have a room for me? Well, y- you know what, Mary and Joseph, sometimes I just don't have room Mary in the end. So what you do is, you, you know, we could. You get hurry. in the stable, Mary. You get in that stable. <laughs> you could hurry the housekeepers to say, I need you to immediately take care of room but 101. Still. 204 and and 303. My point, Mark, is to say that capitalism will take care of that. If you really want to be a part of that room, here's where I I take a a little bit of exception. How many hotel rooms does Las Vegas have? 15,000? 25,000? Yeah, obviously. I get that, that, to your point, people have to hurry up. They have to hurry up and clean this shit. And maybe it's not fucking ready. And for years... We've taken advantage of the fact that, yes, they have been quite efficient. Yep. And they have made that. And maybe that room is already available and it has already been cleaned. But the fact of the matter is we have created such an an, an, expe- an expectation. Yep. They're like, get off your ass yep. and these fucking rooms. These people are ready. But like, we've told you from day one, the second you book this room, it's not going to be right until yeah. 3. Check-in is at 3 p.m. So right. if you get there early, eh, if we got I, a room. Listen, uh, listen. I don't like it. Yep. I 
respect the fucking shit out of it, and I will pay you. That's right. And and if you want it, because you know what, for two bucks you can check your luggage for well, quote unquote, for free with the bell desk. Yep. You're right. You can leave it with the bellhop for two dollars, and you come back at three p.m. You get checked in. You'll be good to go. But if you want in, you're going to pay for it. Yep. Now, tell me about this. The Las Vegas advisor also reported that Wynn will invest $3.6 million to remodel their buffet into something similar to the the Caesar, Caesar's Bacchanal. Okay, all right. So so I love Cosmopolitan's buffet. And and from, I, I, I've not personally experienced Bacchanal. However, I understand it's quite similar to that, that same concept. And apparently Wynn is now realizing, well, it's, it's Wynn, right? So they're gonna they're gonna step their their fucking game up, three point six million for fuck's sake. Like I, I I've said this personally to many of friends who love this. Vegas has really kind of fucked up the the word million. Mm-hmm. Because right. now I'm like, well, we're gonna do anything good. It's gonna cost at least a million. It's whatever. So Win's doing it. I've I've eaten at all three. I've I've enjoyed. Oh, I've never tried Win. No, I'm interested. I. It, and I want to tell or, you something. Or Bacchanal, for um, that matter. In my opinion, Wynn is the least of the three. Number one for me is Bacchanal. Number two is really? is uh, Cosmopolitan's uh, no, Wicked w- 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 Spoon. And then number three is Wynn. So if Wynn can do anything to increase the, the value and the quality of what I'm getting for my money to be equal to or greater than... Bacchanal or Wicked Spoon, I can't wait to f- see what that's going to look like because see, I was that, super not impressed. That is super interesting to me because you know what I think it is, is perhaps I experienced Wicked Spoon and I'm like, oh, it doesn't get better than this. And I just didn't bother to care about the the Bacchanal experience or whatever Win has done. But it's like I experienced that and I experienced others and I'm like, okay, this is light years ahead of everybody else. Why am I bothering to experience anybody else? That's see, now you got me interested in a buffet but, again. Okay, so if I may, the thing about Wicked Spoon, I don't see the value in their. Well, for okay. the record, I don't see the value in any buffet, almost anywhere. But well, right, right. <laughs> you, that's me. You're, you and your beautiful wife are ridiculously attractive because you guys have food. We agree, thank you. You have, <laughs> you guys have like food intake control. We have for a, yeah, a fatty weird, patties like myself. It's so bizarre. I'm like, how much can I shovel into my gullet for our the least amount of money? There. All right, our, our stomachs don't accommodate the desire. <laughs> for me, the 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 problem with Wicked Spoon is they put everything in those individual cups. That's what I love. And so I, but here's but here's the deal. If I really like their mac and cheese, don't don't give me this tiny little you know half <laughs> half cup amount. I, no, I I, I need a, I want a serving spoon of it. You know, let me let me just heap it up. So I am excited to see what um, Win is gonna do because Bacchanal's not like that. I always no. Well, it was... no, it's not. Bacchanal is Bacchanal is worth the money. It's, it's I assumed it's, it, it was no. it was just a giant rip off oh. of Wicked Spoon. Now, oh, now oh really? That's what you thought? Oh, I thought they were like, oh, this individual serving thing. That's All right. we gotta here's, start doing that. Here's how, here's what I'm gonna say. 
my wife and I would love to pay for you and your beautiful wife to come out to Vegas, and we would love to treat you to Bacchanal Buffet, hmm. just so that we can do a random, you know, 360 Vegas review on it. Yeah. Because if I'm paying for it, that's, of course you're going to bring me a goddamn it. No, that's, that's, how, how can I get myself on the show a little bit more often? Not just for a segment, but, but anything. That is fascinating. Like, like I, that's a preconceived notion that was just shattered at this moment. Yeah, no, it's, I, I think, huh. I think you would find Bacchanal to be uh, uh, head and shoulders. And I'm going to go that far to say head and shoulders above Wicked all Spoon. Right, right. And I love Wicked Spoon more than I love. I, re- I would rather eat Wicked Spoon over the Wind Buffet. Just to put it out there. Right. All right. Just right. To put it out there. Okay. Now, <clears throat> tell me about this idea that the Park City, Utah's um, Edge Steakhouse is opened at Westgate in the space that was formerly occupied by the Burger Bistro and TJ Steakhouse. Well, I mean, Vegas Eaters reporting that it, it's, it's going to be open Tuesday through they're having such a great time. I, the thing is, is that I, I love, I love what you're doing, but it's not what profits is. It's normally you just read the space, like whatever's next, you just read it. Well, if you want me to be boring about it, I can read it this oh way. Oh my god! Park City, Utah's so Edge Steakhouse genius. has opened at Westgate but in the, the space formerly occupied by like, Burger Bistro and TJ Steakhouse. Tony, I can tell you when it's open. Tell me, if that's what you want. Is it is it Tuesday through Saturday from five to ten p.m. and it's non-smoking because you know yank yank nobody gives a shit about that. So. I mean, just just help me. I'm trying to make your show better. Oh, all, you all, son of all a the bitch. listeners at home are like, "Oh, dare this you. guy is so you interesting." You piece of shit. That's fascinating. You read the line. You read it, Tony. You read it now. <laughs> all right, I'm ready. So, city leaders have. Pro- <laughs> oh, it's so boring, so difficult, isn't it, Tony? Read it. You read it. I will do it. City leaders have proposed a new ordinance that would require street performers to register with the city. They'll perform within one. Uh, they'll perform oh, no, within no. one of several six-foot diameter. S- God damn it! They'll perform within one of several six-foot diameter circles designated and rotate out of those spaces every hour. What I love is that you wanted to make it sound like that was boring and inane, and it was difficult for you to be able to do that. Mostly because I've drink, I've consumed like. Three quarters. Tony, I don't care. I don't care the reason. The point is, yeah, I, I have a, I, 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 it's a whole thing that it's, I've done. Here, here's what's I've fascinating. So hard on it, Tony. Once you've, I've worked so hard on it for years. Once Tony. you've seen the man behind the curtain, all of a sudden you're not the wizard that I thought oh, was Oz. Oh, you fucking prick. <laughs> oh, I'm not the wizard that is so magical. No, no, no. Oh, I can't wait until I get my hands on editing this. It's gonna be magical. Oh my god! I hope I hope you embarrass the <laughs> shit out of me. It's not I hope you I hope you edit it so that I'm like, and er, your <laughs> DVD my sons Vegas. Oh, you know it's be funny. Chrysler. You, you do the intro. Karen fills in the rest. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You bring her in to redo the Just show. Oh my god! You know what I mean? No, in all honesty, what you've done, that's it's pretty creative. It's pretty creative. It's yeah. it's it's not the standard formula. It's my first. We have. It's my first time. But, right. but it's fun. This right. is why I love having new new co-hosts on the show. Because I'm like, it's just I, I'm all getting, we want to do. I'm getting I've, to see how the magic actually I've is said created. It, I've said it a hundred fucking times. Primarily, I, I love that our listeners enjoy the show, and I love that there are a lot of people that enjoy this show. But 
The creation was essentially, I just want to make Brian laugh, and I just want, <laughs> and Brian just wants to make me laugh. And it is always extended to every single co-host that's ever happened. I just want to make you laugh right now, and I know you just want to make me I'm laugh. Having, I'm having... Primarily... Entire goal. I'm having so much fun. That's the problem. Like, I don't want it to end. I'm having such I a know, great right? time right now. We're, we're almost about to go into rapid fire. We're like, All right. Oh, oh what's going to happen then? We're just going to drink a whole lot more. I'm out of cocktail. Oh, well, there's a beautiful woman downstairs. Wouldn't it be fantastic if you edited it out of, I'm out of cock? <laughs> I know, right? You totally give yourself to me totally. going, I'll let this guy edit anything. Yeah, exactly. Like, it could be the exactly. worst thing. Exactly. That's right. I just love Mark's like, cock. Yeah, like he's just, I'm your ringtone all of a sudden. I just love Mark cock. I'm like, <laughs> like he totally said that. It was organic. Hello, <laughs> Smithers. <laughs> no, that's a Simpsons reference. Like four people are gonna get. It's cool. It's cool. You know what? I, I'm in the minority of those. I really. Hello, Smithers. Like, you really turned me on. <laughs> All right, we're almost right. done with Oh, we're so close, Stu. Right. I know, I know. He's, oh, exactly. He's like, I'm Stop. about to climax. No, wait, Stop one more. Stop writing the email you're sending. So, Mark, allegedly, the Las Vegas advisor is reporting that October 11th will be the Blue Man Group's final performance at the Monte Carlo before they destroy the venue in favor of their new small venue concert hall. Where are they going to be in a tent, Mark? Brian would claim that, but no. Actually, they're just going to be down. They're going to be down from October 12th through November 17th. Then they're going to open up at Luxor. I like it. You're like, we're going to claim. We're going to claim that Las Vegas advisors claiming that it's going to happen. Like, basically, we think you're liars. So that's going to wrap up Prop Bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Attractions is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas, and you hope you'll be there at the time. Dick Arthur's relocating his big cat featured magic show to the West Gate starting August 24th. Shows will be Monday through Sunday at 4 p.m. Tickets start at $50. Tickets? I think well, you did. Doesn't matter. Have you ever seen uh, any kind of animal-based magic? Um, n- none that didn't suck my dick with too much teeth. <laughs> That's the worst part. Moving on. Obviously, on you've it. never hung out with <laughs> sorority girls. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, never got a, I never got the opportunity to see Siegfried and Roy, which is obviously <laughs> the, crowning, the, crowning awesome. a, nice. the crowning achievement. Nice. Of, of, of animal-based Here match. we go. Psychedelic furs, <laughs> right. So, moving on. The psychedelic furs, and I didn't plan this <laughs> originally. Psychedelic furs are performing at the Brooklyn Bowl in the Link Promenade Tuesday, September 8th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $30. The Blues Travelers are performing at Brooklyn Bowl in the Link Promenade October 22nd. Show start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $30. 38 Special is performing at the Golden Nugget Friday, September 25th. 
Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $32. Herman Hermits are performing at the Golden Nugget Friday, October 2nd, starting at 8 p.m. Uh, tickets start at an overpriced $65. You should be required no more than $20, and that should come with three free drinks. You know what, we, what I'm really excited about is this is literally the second blackout podcasting I think I've ever done. <laughs> This blackout drunk as or I'm blackout. This, I'm yeah. like, oh my god, I don't remember saying this at all. Well, do you remember Herman's Hermits at sixty-five dollars makes me think. Oh, I, I how am I not fucking famous right no, now? For fuck's sake, I guy. should totally have my own reality show. Why well, I, I agree too because right. I I would watch Tony. Me. There's I would watch me on E right now. There's almost nothing you. There's could nothing say that about I agree the. With it. Pop Entertainment right. Channel that doesn't scream. I, he should have his own show. Why doesn't he have his own show? But, but anyway, we're gonna talk about instead um, uh, Lou Graham, someone I've never heard of in my 38 years on this what? earth. Lou Graham. I'm only mildly familiar with the name. <laughs> I love that. It took you for sure. Like, am I really off? No, Tony, you're fine. I barely know who Lou Graham is. <laughs> I didn't think I was off. I You're know good. my mic is hot, and you, I'm you ready pause. to... You pause. You pause. I paused because I was like, yeah, I Just should Just read the more. goddamn shit. Oh, what? what? Are, are we fighting right now? Because no, no. I'm ready to fight with you. I'll fight downstairs, with you. There's Tony. Oh, why aren't we there right now? Well, that's why. Finish it up. Why are we... we, we give, wh- we've entertained these people far Why are we deserve. recording in a non-alcoholic zone? <laughs> Like, this, like, are we at an AA meeting right now? Because no, there's no alcohol. Point, this is no fun. Mm, speed it up. We All right, okay, I'm ready. Up. Tell me about Lou Graham and then Don Rickolds and finally Dana Carvey. And I'll, okay, I'll, so I'll, they're apparently... Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't even know where to transition from that. You know what? On the coming attractions calendar, if you check that out, we have details. Fuck it, we're moving on to playing base. That's how we do that? Nice. That's how we're doing it now. As a listener of this show, we all thank me. (laughs) Years. Thank God he's finally been there to fix it. I don't care. Playing Vegas is the portion of the show where we share with you touring acts and artists performing next week in Vegas. Let's start with Tuesday, Mark. Tuesday, the dive-in movie doubleheader at the Boulevard Pool of Cosmopolitan is The Amazing Spider-Man and The Dark Knight Rises. Show starts at 7 p.m. Admission is free to guests staying at the property. $5 for everyone else. Melissa Etheridge, she's going to be coming to my window at the Palms starting at 8 p.m., and I will pay $56 to see that. Fallout Boy and Wiz Kefalia. That'll work. Are performing at Mandalay Bay. Shows start at 9 p.m. Tickets are $25, and they they know what their their value is worth. On Friday, Friday and Saturday, no, 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 no. Can, turns. Oh, oh, oh! I'll turn. But this is the one I actually wanted. Because Dennis Miller, who has the most esoteric humor ever, and you've got to be like super most smart, extensive vocabulary yeah, on this. Seriously. Planet. You've got to be like I'm impressed, wicked but smart. I'm also intimidated by. <laughs> right, I love it, but I I I may or may not show up at the Orleans like at like, 8 p.m. Like, right. <laughs> 
I know. I, I'll carry a thesaurus with right. me to watch his humor right. for $61. So, so count on $61 for the ticket and like $8 for a thesaurus. <laughs> Tell me about Everclear, the Toadies, as well as Fuel and American Hi-Fi. I love that you completely reinvent how the, how the format works. Well, it's because the rest of it's garbage. Oh, so you son of a bitch! I mean, I could, I, I've never I get enough critique from other publications. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need okay. your bullshit. That's that's, that's, the... <laughs> that's insight for those of you that don't know. That's right. That's right. Let's let's pretend that we're chatting about. <laughs> All right, fuck it. We are so close to the end of this show. Suck it. I know. So we're right, right so there. We're right there. Clear. The Toadies Fuel and American Hi-Fi are at the Brooklyn Bowl and the Link Promenade. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $40. There is no river. Close it. All right. So yeah, thank you for listening to episode 176. That was terrible by everyone. Hey, it was not counts. terrible. It was amazing in its own right. If you'd like to be uh, a part of the program and check out any stories on today's show, you can do so at the blog. That's 360vegaspodcast.com. You can support the show via PayPal. Do- pi- pi- PayPal do- if you don't know what it is, you're an idiot. It doesn't matter. Um, move you, on. Well, well, but you want their money, so go to Zazzle.com. Oh, shit. I apologize. Yes, articulate it. Right, right. So Zazzle.com no, no, no. slash 360. Do you remember the episode of... Um, Big Bang Theory, where Sheldon goes, his name's Zazzle, because he seems like he's sassy. No, no, no. you don't miss that episode. Okay, well, but I'm it gonna... helps to advertise my my money making right. endeavor. Zazzle.com <laughs> slash three six Vegas <laughs> or three six zero Vegas, and that's funny because that's coming up in the three six illegal podcast. Ooh. Or you can go to Vegas.com and help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. Or, of course, you can always, you know, send us feedback, written or audio, to um, 360VegasPodcast.com or 360VegasPodcast.gmail.com. Thank you for letting me be part of this. Oh, I'm so thrilled that you you encouraged me to do this. I was like... Oh, we're having a good time. We're drinking. We're, having, we're enjoying Memphis. We're like, we should record. Oh, like, oh let's record. Drink. I just spilled my drink on your couch. Uh, okay. All right. So we'll see you all next right. week. Thanks, guys. Right. Bye. <laughs>